0: Welcome to the podcast of Revival Life Church, a spirit-filled, multicultural church in Boca Raton, Florida. If you would like more information about Revival Life Church or Pastor Carl Thomas, find us on the web at revivallifechurch.org. Great
1: day today! I want to thank you all who are praying for me while I was traveling this week. I was off in the middle of nowhere uh, for school, but I am home. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I made it. Had a great week. Um, uh, Real quick, uh, we're doing our trunk or treat. Amen. Say we. We are doing our trunk or treat. So uh, you saw candy in the lobby. That's not for you. Right? And so uh, I learned a long time ago to buy candy that I like to eat, so that's what I put in my trunk. Uh, so, you know, you know, it's like those of you who have a, a growing boy and uh, someone told me to, uh, he got to a certain age, only buy him shoes that I like because he'll be growing through them quickly and I'll get them back. So I started buying shoes for my son that I like so uh, I can get them back when he grows right through them. Right. So you want to make sure you get candy that you can uh, you remember that because some of y'all got boys that are getting big fast. Stop, stop buying shoes you don't want to wear. Because they'll be like, yeah, oh, we got to throw these away, Dad. I'm like, those were a little expensive to throw away, bro. I'll be wearing those now. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody raised boys? Come on. So, uh, yeah, so so uh, Trunk or Treat's coming up. Bring candy, and uh, we're, we're going to serve the children of our house well because we love them. Amen? We're a little crowded in here today. We have uh, at least another year and a half on our lease, so uh, you can start getting those checks ready for the new building. Now you got some time to prepare for that. Hallelujah. Uh, We we don't have a guest speaker today. We have a a son of the house speaking today. So Christopher Rajkumar is coming up. He's going to share the word of God with us. Yeah, stretch your hand to Christopher if you would. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray you would do that thing that you do for preachers. You turn their natural words into supernatural words when the Spirit comes out of them, Father. And I thank you that you've prepared Christopher for such time as this. He's not coming with a word, but the word of the Lord for this house today. So I pray today that we would have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is speaking. In Jesus' name, everybody said?
2: Amen. Give it up for Christopher, if you would. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory. <laughs> Good morning hallelujah well first i want to start off and say thank you pastor thank you for giving me this time uh opening up uh, your house our house but thank you i appreciate it your poop (laughs) thank you i I really appreciate it it's an honor to come up here and share the word uh thank you pastor and you for just stewarding the gift that's inside of me really appreciate it and thank you guys for staying When you found out I'm preaching. (laughs) No, it's an honor to preach to you guys, your friends and family. And just thank you. I um, really appreciate it. But I didn't win an Oscar, so I'm going to move on and just uh, keep on going. Thank you, Mikey. All right. Forgot. I'm sorry. There was just so much anointing pouring forth. I wanted to keep you there. (laughs) All right. Um, So you guys came to the right service. We're having baptism after this. Ooh, it's going to be good. Let me kill the excuse right now. We have clothes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you can get baptized. <laughs> Come on. Everything you felt and experienced during worship, wash it, wash it in, the, in, the, in the pools. Because God, God wants to bring in some refreshing. Come on. Come on. So I believe God's going to be speaking to you. I believe God's going to tell you it's time to get baptized. Or time to get baptized again. Uh, also I believe uh, this word um, um, that that I'm about to speak it's a real heart you know it's really on my heart I love it and um, I know that you guys will get something off of it because I believe God is going to break off some barriers he's going to break down some walls he's going to take off masks because that's a loving father and he wants to make sure that we're that way he wants to make sure we're open and vulnerable we're open we're ready to receive his word Amen. Amen? amen hallelujah so, um, as most of you know, there was a Mexico missions trip a couple of weeks ago. Woo! Hallelujah. I went, and it was amazing. God did so many things. We had such a wonderful time. There was miracles that happened. Oh, just amazing. If you want to hear them, there is a message. there. A couple of weeks ago, we put it on the podcast, so you can listen to that. But also, on top of that, God spoke to me, and I just... I had such a. I mean, he was just so good for being able to speak to me, you know, even on top of everything that he was doing and everything he was pouring out to the people. Uh, so we got an opportunity to go to a street market, and so they had the, all these tents, and I was looking for a couple of knickknacks for my family, and just wanted to get the wife and kids something nice, you know, maybe a, maybe a sombrero or something. They didn't have they didn't have any, but it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> But while I was walking, I, t- I turned the corner. <laughs> I turned the corner, and I saw these this wall full of masks, those uh, luchador masks, you know, the wrestlers wear. And so there was, like, all different kinds. It was, it was amazing. Black, silver, gold, um, dragon head. I was, I was like, yes, man, look at all this. This is so cool. And, I, and I, you know, I was, chewing on, I was chewing on this, you know, still chewing on it. But God spoke to me, and he said, you already wear enough masks. You don't need another one. Come on. And I was like... I know, right? I was like, and so I was like, God, that's, that's deep. <laughs> and and I, I started chewing on it and realizing that God was speaking to me about how I like to pretend. And uh, I, 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 I see that I'm getting better at it, and I sometimes fall in this, in this, this temptation of uh, putting on a pretense, putting on a mask so that I can, I can keep people at arm's length, so that I can protect myself from getting in pain, from suffering, from trying to not be as real and vulnerable as I can be. Wow. So, one example of this is, is that uh, for people close to me, they know this, uh, when a healthy confrontation comes and they're directing me, because I personally, that's not an area that I excel in previous, <laughs> right now, uh, believe in God's going to help me. But, okay, so healthy confrontation is not something I go for. But, you know, people would come up to me and, you know, they would, they'd like to, you know, confront so that not to put me down but to lift me up. Yeah. You know, because they love me so much that they want to see the best in me yeah. come out. They want to pull the gold out. And so they would they would tell me this and what I would do was divert humor. And so I would I would put on this mask of humor this defense mechanism and say, "Oh, this 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 is a time for a joke. This is a great time for a joke. It's it, it's not it's not a great time for a joke. It'll get you in more trouble once they figure you out." <laughs> and so and so I had to I had to open myself up and come to this place of vulnerability where I can finally hallelujah. <laughs> That's God saying yes, and so I um, I just say I, I would just want to come to a real place because I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to pretend anymore. If 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 I'm if I'm supposed to be who God called me to be, but I don't know who I am, then I can't walk it out, wow. right? So that's a good word. That's a good word. Hallelujah! Thank you guys. Hallelujah. Uh, so First John 4 says this, it describes God as a God of love. So picture this, the almighty creator of heaven and earth is described as love. So we see that love and continuing pastor, uh, pastor's message series on love, uh, on power is, uh, the power of heaven, excuse me. <laughs> we see that love and power work together because God is love. And he is powerful. The creator of heaven and earth. He's powerful. Right? He's not, he's not separated from it. His expression of love is power. Okay? So we, we see in pastor's message, he's, he showed us and helped us walk through this. If we walk in the spirit, pray down the spirit, we'll be caught up in the spirit and repeat. Hallelujah. And there's a power of heaven in that. Come on. So we can walk with God. We can fellowship with him, and we, oh God. Um, God spoke through pastor last week about this. He said that our relationship is. Stre- oh, excuse me. Let me. Let me just read it. So our strength is found in our relationship with Jesus. So when we're walking with God, when we're we're having this connection of love and relationship with Jesus, we're getting stronger. There's the power. That's where the power comes from. That's where the power lies, is, is walking with God, because we can't do it on our own. Come on? Come on. So what I want you guys to know here, and if you're taking notes, write this down. Love is the power of heaven. Come on. Love is the power of heaven. And it's, it's not, it's not uh, just this feeling type of love. We're going to see how love can be applied in our lives. And also, how love has set us free. Amen? So Romans 8, starting in verse 7. So it talks, a, a 30, 37, excuse me. So it's talking about, uh, Paul writes in Romans, and he's, he's writing, and he says, he says, are, are you going to be separated from the love of Christ? He So you, will, will you let distraction and peril, will you let trials and tribulations separate you? And He says, no. But, but in all things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. Come on. There's a love of the Father that allows us to conquer. There's a love of the Father that wants us to win. God's not just a God that sits on the throne and allows you to work life out on your own. He's a Father that wants to do life with you and experience you and take us out of the muck, take us out of the mire. So going on in verse 38, it says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor present things, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing. See that part right there? That part is your fill-in-the-blank part. Because you might say, like, no, no, Chris, you, you, you don't know what I'm going through. And it says right there, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So that's it. Hashtag no excuses, right? Come on. All right. So, so we cannot be separated from the Father's love. We can now nor ever be in a place where God doesn't love us. So, so God loves us. God loves us so much that He's He's un He's unwilling to let us go. He says, "You're You're in my grasp." There's a, a Father's love to say, "You're You're You're in my grasp." I'm going to do everything, everything to keep you there. And there's nothing that's going to separate you from me. So it was what what's really important about love is the power of heaven. What I really want you to get is opening up to love doesn't make you weak. It makes you victorious. Come on. Come on. Now, this is contrary to what I grew up thinking. Now, I have a wonderful family I have a you know great mom and dad um but they they separated when I was young, probably before middle age years so middle school age years so middle age <laughs> you guys are like what <laughs> How old are you <laughs> Good genes uh so so middle school age um and so. Uh, they, they separated. So I didn't have an everyday male role model that I, w- uh, that I could look up to. So I thought the best thing I could do was let society tell me how to be a man. To let Hollywood tell me how to be a man. And so I, I, I would just watch TV, watch movies, and see, you know, Bruce Willis taking down the German bad guy and thinking that that's how that's how you do it. You know, <laughs> thinking that's how to be a man. I thought, I thought hanging with the wrong crowd at the wrong place, definitely at the wrong times, I thought that's how to be a man, to be tough, you know? And it was not. No. And I, I, uh, so I would put up these walls because I would, see, I would see society say men can't feel. Men can't express feelings. Men can't ex- express um, fear or shame. Tears. And so I put up these walls, and I would suppress it down. And I, I'd push it down until I was at home alone in my room. And I'd burst out into tears because no one knew the real me. Wow. I would wear these masks around people. everything's smiles and having fun. But when I'm home by myself, the laughter stops. Wow. and and now, and now I'm there. To, to dwell on, on on who I'm supposed to be and afraid that people won't accept me for who I am. Yeah. But that didn't work out. Wow, well, yeah. Because <laughs> I was at the end of I was at the end of the rope and I started to see this this uh, scripture. In verse 37 He says that we're more than conquerors, but I didn't understand it for him who loved us. And he he told me that he loved me. But I said, God, I don't even know who I am. How do you love me? And he he told me he knew me. And he accepted me for my flaws. Come Come on. Come on. I don't have to pretend on being someone that I think he likes. He likes me. He likes my personality. Come on, come on, <laughs> hallelujah! So, woo, yeah, yeah, he likes me. Come on. So, that's. That's our Father. That's our Father. We have that love with Him, that intimate relationship with Him, that He knows us. He watched us. He watched us from beginning to the beginning. Before the foundation of the world, He thought about us, desired for us. We're, we're on His refrigerator, you know, like our picture. <laughs> we're His favorite kids. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. So another famous, uh, another famous scripture that I'd like you to, to see is John 3.16. So here, you know, this one's pretty famous, you know, it's in the book. People, people can quote it, but we see it here. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And I, I, I was amazed by this verse, even though I'm very familiar with it. I took time to think about it, and I found out that God... It was unlike me in my past. And that I would, like when someone hurt me or, so, you know, some, some, someone did a crime against me, I would get even, an eye for an eye, take them down, whatever it was. And I thought that was the way to handle things. But I see God here, and he says, My answer to the pain and your crimes against me is love. That forgiveness and salvation, <laughs> my, <laughs> he said, my answer to the crimes and the pain against me is love. He answered with forgiveness and salvation instead of offense and bitterness. Yes. Wow. Come on. Yes. Wow. So that's the, that's the kind of father that we have. That, he wanted to, to show us that love is the power of heaven. We're reminded of it. Love is the power of heaven. And that, and that it, he, 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 would, he would willingly bankrupt heaven, giving up everything so that we can be in his relationship with him, so that we can be a part of the family. Amen. It's not just, it's not a God who's distant. It's a present father, a present loving father. Hallelujah. 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 So, so I want I want to I want to show you guys what love looks like in the Scripture. Romans five, verse eight talks about this. But God demonstrates His own love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Come on. So, what does power look like? Power looks like death, because there's no power strong enough stronger than resurrection power. So, God, God doesn't want us to, to leave our dreams and, and to, um, focus on just being heavenly minded. God wants us to match our will with his. And when we put that on the altar of sacrifice and it goes to death, then he has the power to bring it back to life and then it it's stronger than anything we can do it is stronger than anything we can force because i thought i thought that's what you had to do i thought you know growing up you had to force it you had to fake it till you make it you had to keep on going keep on pressing in chris because one day eventually you'll get it but i found out that if i sustained it, if i did it by my own power i would have to sustain it by my own power and god 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 wants to do it for us god wants to help us through it bring us through He's a, he's a victorious God. Yeah. Hallelujah. He's so good. Yeah. He's, not, he's, not a, he's not scared. Yeah. Amen. You know, the, the storms that we go through and the, and the things that we feel tempted by or the things that we're going through and we think, man, this is it. Like, this is going to take me out. I'm, I'm worrying here. This, I, I can't do anything. I don't know what to do. You know, God, God, God's not worried about it. I, I I was um, praying about this uh, message and I was reminded of uh, the scripture about Peter going out on the boat, um, on the boat, and then walking out on the water when he saw Jesus and he thought he was a ghost, right? You guys know this scripture? Yeah. yeah. yeah familiar with it? So so Peter goes out and he's he, he, he sees Jesus and he's like, if that's you, let me do it too. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jesus is like, all right, come, come on, let's see what you got. And so... Peter, Peter is amazing to me is because Peter steps out on firm water and he, and he sees that he can do it. So he, he starts walking and, but the more he looks at the waves, the more he sees the storm, then he starts to sink. But I saw this in a vision. I saw this and was reminded of the scripture and I saw Jesus on the waves. And while he was on the waves and the wind was pouring, him, there was a big wave, and you just see him kind of like going up like this. Like it looked weird. I was like, what, what's going on? Why, you know? But st- the thing is, is that the thing I think is going to drown me is the very thing he's standing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. So the thing I, I think is going to drown me is the very thing he's drowning on. I mean, sorry, he's standing on i 'm drown- I think i'm drowning he's standing and so hallelujah and so i um I'm looking at this vision and i'm seeing him and I'm, and like so I can't see from far away, right so I need glasses, and normally not I'm not wearing them I should be it would help a lot more if I saw that screen over there <laughs> and you know, I see some faces, but I can't really tell what's going on so I, I know there's seats. I know there's people sitting down. I know that much. <laughs> so I, I, I wear glasses. So in the vision, I'm still seeing this too. Like he's blurry. His face is blurry. And I'm like, so I'm seeing Jesus like this. And I'm looking and I'm like, man, what is he doing? He's looking weird. And so I, I start walking. And I'm like, all right, come on, Jesus. I'm, gonna, I, I'm coming to you. I'm coming. And so the, more, the closer I come to him, the clearer his face is becoming to me. And the clearer his face is becoming, I actually see him smiling. I find out that God is not worried about my storm because he's lord over it. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so pow- power looks like death and I thought I I thought I thought I knew power before. That I would force my way in, that I would try to try to, to break down the doors and, and just come uh, barking in. And I thought that was the way to do it. And Pastor gave me this word and it helped bring more clarity. And I believe this is a word for all of us. And he said he said he said to me through uh, through the Holy Spirit, he said, you, you may you look at um, in the history, you look at power wrong. You saw you saw it as a way of forcing your way through. But he says, the true example of power is Jesus. Amen. And in order for him to demonstrate that power, he had to go to the cross. Amen. And then he was resurrected. And we saw the power that came from that. And we can operate in that same power if we walk in it, if we, if we, if we, if we choose to come through that. Come on. Through the way of the cross. Hallelujah. Glory. So, uh, Ephesians 3.19 this is a prayer that was prayed out and I and I want you guys to see because when God pours out his love his his love is poured out the fullness of God comes. Yeah. So Ephesians 3:19 it says and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to all the fullness of God. All the fullness of God, all of it. You want God in your situation? See the thing is, is that I was I was always praying, God, outcome, 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 come on, give me the breakthrough. I'm looking for the breakthrough. I need breakthrough. And God's saying, No, I, you love. This is it. I'm pouring out the love. And I'm saying, God, I, I no, but I, I need I'm help help on this. And He's saying, Love. Wow. You want the fullness of me? Love is needs to be poured out in your heart. And I can't I can't. I can't conjure it up. I can't force it to, to happen. But I also can block it by the walls and the barriers that I put up. I can, I can stop what God's calling, what God wants to put in my life and what God wants to pour out. I can stop by the, the offenses or the pretenses or, or whatever it is that we put up to guard our hearts because we're afraid. We're scared of, of, of the pain that might come from it, of being vulnerable, yeah. of being open. Mm-hmm. But if we allow ourselves to be open, if we, if we break through and just say, God, have, have your way, have your way, then foul ground is broken up in our hearts. Seed can be sown and there's a harvest from it, there's green harvest from it, that lives can be changed from it. God wants to break through. God wants to give us that life. God wants to give us that life, guys. Amen. All right. So as Christians, as Christians, we should walk in this. 1 Corinthians 13, starting in verse 4. Hallelujah. So it says, love is patient, love is kind, and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly, it does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. Love hopes all things. Love, um, excuse me, love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Love endures all things. So love, this is love. This is God's love being poured out. We can walk out in this and see the fruit of it. But we can't do it if we're trying to boast, if we're trying to be arrogant, if we're trying to put up these walls because we're counting the, wrong, the, the suffering. Because we're, we're afraid, so we put up more walls. So we're not so patient, and we're not so kind. And when, when, when this happens, the, the full love of bearing all things and believing all things, hopes all things, enduring all things, is, is shortened. And it's temporary because we're we're not willing to to be for lack of another word uh vulnerable where wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. W- sometimes I'm so scared of being hurt that I want to close myself off to relationships, yeah. and so i I keep people at a distance, and I know that's that's not just me I know there's there's people here. That may, may have that. that may, they may have those closed hearts, but God, God wants to break down those walls. So this is why Christians should walk out in this, this First Corinthians uh, 13. It's because verse 8A says, "Love does not fail." Amen. Amen. Love does not fail. God does not fail, and when we operate in love, we're not failing. You know, I felt, I, I felt like a failure for a lot of my life because I felt like I wasn't doing things right. I felt like uh, I, I didn't uh, please the right people. I felt like I was being someone that um, I just thought I was being someone else instead of who God called me to be. And when I, operate, when, when I start to operate in that love, I find out that I can be myself. And God's love is poured out. And that failing is not an option. God doesn't see us. God, God, You know, God, he's bearing all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things in us, for us. And so when I'm thinking I'm a failure, he's like, no, nah, no, no, no. You got another chance. He got, <laughs> God, God's like, no, nah, you got this, you got this. God's our biggest cheerleader. God's like, come on, you got this. Come on, you can do it. He's like, it's not over. It's Come on. not over. Come on. You know, we, we think just because we have years, wow. you know, behind us, we think, oh, well, it's too late for me. You know, I wish I was younger. But no, God's saying, hey, you're still young. In his eyes, you're still young. Yeah. Yeah. You still got time. Yeah. There's still grace. Yeah. Come on. Amen. So God wants to pour that out. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. All right. So, so love is the power of heaven. Yes. That's what we're reminding ourselves. Love is the power of heaven, right? Because Paul writes this. He says, "If I had faith to move mountains, but I had no love, I have nothing."
1: Yeah.
2: So, if if we want like, "Oh God, I need this obstacle out of my way. I need this gone." But we have no love. That's not that's not the That's not the way that's going to strengthen our relationship with Christ. That's not the way we're going to succeed. That's not the way because there's going to be another obstacle again. But when we have this relationship and this connectivity with God, and we walk in love, then the mountains don't seem so big. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So I'm going to close with this story. Hallelujah. Um. It's a it's about a man and he he see, he's walking and he sees this beautiful lake and these huge mountains and he says he says oh man this is a great area I'm going to build a house here and so he builds a house after some time it's completed and he's so excited about it because he says this is my house this will keep me protected this will keep me safe from other elements and it will keep me secluded from the people who I think are going to hurt me. And so he's, he's there. And, and that night in his house, he hears a knock at the door. And he's like, I wonder who can that, that be? And so he, he opens the door and it's the enemy. And the enemy comes busting in. And he starts beating on him all night. He just just keeps on wailing on the guy. The guy's like, I don't understand. What's going on? What's, what's this house for if it's not going to protect me? And so, and so he keeps on beating on him, beating on him, beating on him all night until the sun rises. When the sun rises, the enemy leaves. And so this man is baffled, but he's like, what's going on? And then the next night, the same thing happens. And then again, and again, and again. And the guy keeps on opening the door because he feels compelled to. Because he, he feels like it's going to be different this time. Or he feels like it's, it's, it's not, it's, it, it must be something else. But he feels so compelled to turn that knob. And he does it every time. But during, one day, he, um, he hears a softer knock during the day. And when he opens the door, it's Jesus. And when Jesus says, can I come in? He's, the guy's so excited. He's like, yes, come on in. Please have your, have your, have your way in this place. Like, I, I, want you to, I, I want this place to be yours. Um, you can have the master bedroom. That's yours. The master bedroom is yours. It's got the best view. That's all for you. You can see the lake, the mountains. And he's like, please come in. Please heal me. Please save me. And so the man man welcomes him in. And Jesus says, thank you. That night, Jesus goes up to the room. And so the man hears a knock at night. And so the man goes, I got this. Jesus is in my house. I'm going to open that door. No problem. The man opens the door and the enemy comes busting in, wailing on him all night, wailing on him all night. the man's thinking he's like I don't understand what's going on why why won't Jesus come save me why won't Jesus come save me and he just keeps on thinking it and then when the sun rises the enemy leaves and then Jesus comes downstairs and the man looks at Jesus and he says Jesus why 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 wouldn't you save me why wouldn't you keep me safe and he looks at him and he says you only allowed me to stay in the master bedroom so that's where I stayed and And the man said, fine, you can have the whole upstairs. All of the upstairs is yours. And so you can see where this is going. (laughs) The man keeps on getting beat because I'm the man. And I kept on trying to save some part for me so that, no, God, you can have everything else. But this little corner right here, this corner of the house, this closet, that's mine. And so every night I got beat. Every night. This man got beat every night. Then one night at the end of his rope, he's laying there, done. And the enemy le- leaves. And he says, that's it. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And Jesus comes down to heal him. And he says, you know what? Jesus, just have it. The whole house is yours. Just take it. Take it all. I can't do this anymore. Excuse me. I can't do this anymore. And, and he says, all right. And so that night, he hears another knock. And then the man goes up to the door timidly. He's like, man, I know what's going to happen. I'm afraid. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this way. And so he goes to the knob, and he tur- starts to turn the knob, and Jesus says, what are you doing? This is my house. I'll answer the door. <laughs> and so the man backs away, thanking God. <laughs> and so Jesus opens the door, and the enemy's about to come in, and he looks, sees Jesus, takes a step back, looks at the house number looks at Jesus, looks at the house number, looks at Jesus and he says, I'm sorry, this must be the wrong house. And he leaves. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. that God wants to do that in our lives. We can receive the love of God where he'll protect us, but we can block it because love is acceptable, but we can put up our walls. We can corner God out of a a secret room in our hearts but if we allow him to come in and let go of the fear of the uh, fear of pain or fear of whatever if we let go of that fear and allow to be open and receive the love of God then God can pour out his protection and the fullness of him amen so please stand with me hallelujah glory God is so good Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. I really feel I really feel like some people here are feeling like they they're walking with electric fence around their heart. And anyone that comes close to it, anyone who comes close to their heart because that's a soft spot for them. Anyone who's close to in, they get electrocuted. They get zapped. Because that's their way of, of protecting themselves is retaliating real fast. And I believe God wants to turn off that power and open up that uh, fence. I believe God wants to heal hearts. Some, and Amen. Come on. Some people, I feel like it's because of your ex. I feel like it's because of past experiences that you're, you're having this hurt. It's people in your past, people that you have allowed loved ones in. You've allowed loved ones into your heart and they hurt you so bad now you're like i will never allow that hurt to come again and, the, and that and that protection is is keeping that protection that you're keeping is keeping out the love of god and god wants to pour out love because you can't protect yourself and receive the love of god at the same time so i believe I, I, you can't you can't protect yourself and receive the love of god at the same time so i want to pray I wanna pray that hearts will become softened and that and that God can come in and pour out. And then we're gonna invite you up, anyone who needs prayer. And now I just want to remind you guys, you guys came to the right service. We're having a baptism. And so after the surgery, yeah. Ministry team, come on up. We're gonna start, we're gonna we're gonna pray for those who need prayer. Uh, if you felt like you're hurting your heart. And you feel like you're lashing out on people, and you can't explain it. This is a time for that healing. And so, this is a time for that. And then also, water baptism to resurrect. That you will come out of that water clean. That you will come out of that water. You feel like your heart is. You feel like your heart is stained, and this is where it'll be washed off. So, Father God, I just release over the us. I release we right now that we are healed and whole father that you pour out your love on us that you pour out your love on every one of us here lord god that your heart connects with our heart lord i know you have a heart for everyone here i pray that you bless them i pray that you strengthen them and that you guys will be the blessing to your family and friends that you guys will be the people who, you, who God's called you to be because revival looks like healthy families. Yeah. And God God wants healthy families in every one of your families. So, Father, I thank you right now to bless every one of them. Bless them, Lord God, so that they receive that and they are be able to carry it out into their family, their friends, and their neighbors right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Can we give it up for the word this morning? Thank you, Chris.
0: That was so good. Listen, if you need prayer this morning, come forward now. We've got a ministry team up here. They want to pray for you. If you need healing in your body, if you need prayer, just, you just been going through a hard week, or maybe the person Chris was talking about is you. And it's time to let God in. It's time to turn the electricity off on the fence. Right? It's time to let love in. Come forward now if you need prayer. All right, this morning, as you know, we're having a baptism. So it's about to get gooder. Come on. come on! It's about to get gooder. Um, can, can some ushers come help us? And uh, maybe need a few more people praying here. But um, listen, if you're if you are getting baptized this morning, Pastor, where do we want them to go? They're gonna go in this in this room right over here, right? If you're getting baptized this morning, you see Raquel with her hand up. When, as soon as I close service, you're gonna go over there. You may not be planning on getting baptized. That's okay. Wet jeans are fine. It's not going to kill you. Hey, but if God's moving right now in your heart, if if, if you might feel God tugging on your heart this morning and just telling you, hey, it's time for a fresh start. It's time for a fresh start. It's time to let love in. It's time today to start a new season. He might be speaking that to you this morning, and you've got to stick stick around and get water baptized. If you did not sign up, that's okay. As soon as we close service, you can go over here. You're going to see Raquel in, 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 in the uh, office number two, and you're going to get baptized today. Amen? Amen? Last thing, guys. The world needs what God's doing here. The world needs a touch of the love of God. The world needs a touch of Jesus. Amazing, amazing Savior that we have. Amen? Would you agree? The world needs it. This week, I want you to bring someone to church. I want you to, to grab one of those invitation cards and I want you to bring someone with you next Sunday. I want you to bring someone with you next Sunday. I, we haven't had to put out extra chairs this morning in the back. I want you to just have to put out two extra rows next week. Amen? <laughs> Can we do that? Bring someone with you next week. Come on, let's get up, give it up for Jesus one more time this morning. Jesus, we love you, you're an amazing God. If you're getting baptized today, you can go now. you can go now if you're getting baptized today. and if you want prayer at the altar, we're praying, we're stick around, we're gonna have our baptism very soon. Amen. Love you guys. we'll see you next week. Give it up for Jesus one more time.